This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm Scott, your host for today's game, which will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Matt and Dan versus Mason and Joshua. So, on to the introductions. Let's start off with the team of Mason and Joshua. Introduce yourselves and give us your team name. All right, well, uh, I'm Mason, and uh, not much going on, I guess. Just happy to play the game again. I'm Joshua. Uh, not much going on here either. I, too, am happy. Um, avoiding the kids again for bedtime, so always a pleasure. Um, and our team name is the NOLA Boys. All right, the NOLA Boys, and they will be taking on the team of Matt and Dan. Fellas, please introduce yourselves and give us your team name. Well, I'm Matt Doherty. Uh, it's a lot of rain today here in uh, western Wisconsin. You know, it's pretty exciting. I did not power wash my driveway. I know that much. So. <laughs> And I'm Dan. It uh, was my daughter's birthday today. She turned oh, yeah. 13, so uh, I'm going to be hiding out in this room for the next five, six years. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, lady. You, you graduated. <laughs> nice to see you again. <laughs> and then our team name is the Lopsided Border Battle. All right. So we've got the NOLA boys versus the Lopsided Border Battle. Welcome to the bench, gentlemen. Now on to the rules. We will be starting off with our tailgate round to warm up the contestants. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and the host will explain them as we go along. In the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who will become today's clipboard captain. And like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with all the questions pertaining to movies and or music. All right, and also joining us today, keeping score and doing a great job at it, is Mr. Eric Eid. Eric, please introduce yourself. Hi, that's all I got for today. Um, I will try to, you know, help Matt out with the scores, maybe get him a win today. I need it, that's for sure. I got you, man, I got you. It is time for the tailgate round, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Your first question is, what pitcher infamously threw Don Zimmer to the ground during a brawl in 2003? The uh, lopsided border battle guys are checked in. All right. Lopsided border battles checked in. Nola boys, you can talk amongst yourselves. I'm pretty sure it's Pedro Martinez, Mason. That feels right to me. I feel like I've seen that video somewhere along the way, and it rings a bell to me, so I'm comfortable with that. All right, let's check in with uh, Pedro Martinez. All right, the NOLA boys have checked in with Pedro Martinez and lopsided border battle. Yep, Pedro Martinez himself. He took old Don Zimmer down. That was awesome. You've got points all around. The correct answer is Pedro Martinez. And what a sight it was when it happened. I actually couldn't believe it. Horatio Sands does an amazing impression of Don Zimmer. Just go ahead and take the time and Google it. <laughs> I've never seen that, but I can imagine he does. <laughs> how how would you even know what Don Zimmer looks like to do an impression of him? Or <laughs> it, it's just take the time. <laughs> and on the question two in the tailgate round, what female tennis player was better known for her looks and her dating life than for her actual tennis career in which she never won a singles title? 
Yeah, we'll check in on that one. All right, lopsided border battle has checked in. Noah boys, I don't even have a name. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know anything, Mason. I'm, I'm uh, trying to think of. I'm trying to think of somebody that would have been more famous for their off the field stuff, off the court stuff, as opposed to. I don't even. All the people I'm thinking of have won something. So. What's a, what's a good tennis last name for you, man? Go with Smith. I have no idea. <laughs> Margaret Court Smith. I think she's won something, but I mean, I I don't even I have a bunch of tennis names, and they've all won something. So we'll take the uh, we'll take the lucky Smith and just check in. All right, the Nola boys have checked in with Smith and lopsided border battle. What answer did you check in with? Well, in in uh, poker, you call the ace king the Anna Kornikova because it looks good and it never wins. The ace king is correct. It is indeed Anna Kornikova. Uh, I think she dated like Enrique Iglesias, uh, a couple other celebrities at the time. The like two-year window where she was uh, literally hot stuff, but never ended up winning a singles title. And that brings us to the third and final question of the tailgate round. Which of the following centers did not attend Georgetown University? Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Alonzo Mourning, or Dikembe Mutombo? We can check in. Yeah, who are we going to say? Okay, lopsided border battle is checked in. I have an idea. I don't even know why. That I feel like David Robinson went somewhere else, but I don't know. I, I don't know why. Like, one of like the military schools popped in my head, like Army. I don't even know if that's even right, but that came to mind. Yeah, what was his nickname? He was like the Admiral or something, right? Yeah, so that would... So that would be like like Navy. Yeah, Ewing went there for sure. That's one I'm. He went to Georgetown for sure. Matumbo seems like I think he did, but I'm leaning toward Robinson. But that's not a strong guess. But I think it's the yeah. better of the choices. Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's just check in with Robinson. All right, Noah boys have checked in with Robinson, and over to Upsided Border Battle for their answer. Yeah, David Robinson was a midshipman for uh, Navy. Are you saying that uh, it was Davey who's still in the Navy and probably will be for life? (laughs) Classic. I could sing that one if you want me to. Go for it. (laughs) Both teams have locked in with David Robinson, and both teams are correct. It is David Robinson who did serve in the U.S. Navy prior to uh, joining the NBA. Didn't Matumbo and Morning play on the same team? They were teammates, weren't they? Yeah, I think they overlapped for like a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. They were just putting centers into the NBA in the 90s, man. And then Greg Monroe, but we know how that All right. After the tailgate, heading into the first quarter, we have lopsided border battle with 30 points and NOLA boys with 20. And that brings us into today's first quarter. And the first quarter for today will be Dean's List. For this round, there will be three top 10 lists where the teams will go back and forth guessing items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly at any point in a list, the other team can attempt to finish the list out. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. For your first Dean's list today, I want the top 10 most games played in NBA history. And we will start with the NOAA boys. Well, that worked out nicely. We typed literally the exact same answer at the same time. Uh, So I think that's a sign. We're going to go with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is first all-time in points and second all-time in games played. So that is correct. No, <laughs> that's, what that's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what you meant. Dan. Yeah. Not, not, not. Let's, let's take the first one off the off the board, though, because I'm positive he's number one. The the big chief. Yeah. yeah big chief Robert Parrish. Big chief Robert Parrish is indeed number one. That is correct for 10 points. Back to the Noah boys. We'll say Vince Carter. Guys are just knocking him down. Vince Carter is third on the list. And the only one that's, I guess, still technically active. You want to go with that one after Vince Carter that you, you have, with, Dan? The one after Vince Carter? Is that what you yeah, want to go with? Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go with Dirk Nowitzki. Nowitzki is correct. Over to the Nova boys. Kevin Garnett. The ticket, as they call them, is indeed correct for 10 points. I wanted to say the big unit for some reason, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. So I'm Randy just, Johnson, mm-mm. not on the list. <laughs> not on the list. Are you sure? Can you check that again? I, I, I will. I'll have Eric fact check. How about that? Let's go with Carl Malone. Carl Malone is also correct for 10 points. Back to the Noah boys. Well, uh, we were just discussing this duo, and they picked one of them, so I guess we'll try the other one. We'll go with John Stockton. On Stockton is also correct. Both Jazz legends on the list there. Let's go with uh, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, number 10 on the list. So you just got back to the Noah boys, and there are two players remaining. We're going to take uh, Jason Terry. Jason Terry, the NBA champion, is number nine on the all-time games played list. Nice job there. Ten points. So does that mean there's only one left? Hmm. So it's either the one you had to question mark on. He played forever. Yeah, but he uh, and he played for multiple teams, and he always started. He always yeah. played. Yeah, three separate teams, I blink right, and he was constantly. No, and, he played for at least five teams. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the last two or two years, I think he moved around a lot. But he had significant careers with at least two or three teams, right? I think he played for four teams and one of them twice so okay um or do you want to go with the guy who played with the same team his whole career he wasn't i don't think he made it often. i don't think he made it let's go with the let's go with the other one okay we're gonna go jason kidd jason kidd is not in the top 10 that is <sighs> with one answer left noah boys oh, i'm sorry do, uh, did you guys want to use your mulligan no i think we're okay all right so with one correct answer left on the board noah boys you have a chance to complete it we were going we we're going to go with Jason Kidd too. Get out of our head, Dan. <laughs> I feel like both of those could be, I don't know. So the only one that's left I think is like number 8. So it's got to be someone that's played more than Jason Terry. It's the last answer, so feel free to name them out loud. Okay. Well, he just said Miller, Reggie Miller and Paul Pierce. I don't know if either one of them played I mean, those are two possible answers. I don't know if either one of them played more than Enough to get there. Yeah, it's going to have to be like 20, 20-ish years is going to be your threshold. Now, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anybody older than someone played like 70s, 80s. That would have been a long time. I think of those two, Miller might be the better one, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't think any of them are right, but I think Miller definitely had the longer career. Yeah, let's just, I guess we'll uh, check in with Reggie Miller. Miller is incorrect but you do have a mulligan if you choose to use it. No, nah, I think I think we're good on this one. 
All right. So the final. Eric, you think you had it? Oh, I have it. I hated him so much. I know who it is. You guys missed. Uh, he played for like 21 years, forever, for almost every NBA team. Kevin Willis. We were thinking that after we decided not to do the mulligan. We were thinking, oh, it's got to be him. I don't even remember the name. I can honestly say I, I don't know him. When, what played years the, did he play for the around? Hawks? He was in the 80s, 80s and 90s. He played 80s, 90s into the 2000s, like yeah. I would say 2006 maybe. Like he played forever. He played for the Hawks for a while, the Rockets for a while. He was on the, those Rockets teams that were good. So the final player on this list and number eight all-time in games played actually played uh, 23 seasons in the NBA from 1984 to 2007 with nine different teams, and that is Kevin Willis. Did play for those good Rockets teams. He was he backed up Akeem Olajuwon for a little while. So they got five and we got four, right? Correct. Yeah. So he he funny thing is with him though he played for the good Rockets teams, but at the same time was not on any of their championships teams. Yep, he got there the year after. What? <laughs> he was on the teams that kept knocking the uh, Timberwolves out of the playoffs, though. <laughs> That's true. He's on Rockets, Spurs, yeah, in the mid two thousands. Yep. All right, very impressive there, gentlemen. Dean's list number two for today's game. In 1982 to 1987, Bill Elliott and Bobby Allison each won the Daytona 500 twice. Ten other drivers have won the prestigious race more than once. Name them. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with, we'll go with Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson is correct for 10 points. Noah boys. Pretty sure he's won multiple ones as far oh, as I yeah. Um. So we're going to check in with an answer that I checked in on our last episode, Richard Petty. Richard Petty is correct. We'll go with uh, Gordon. Jeff Gordon is correct for 10 points. Locking with that one? Yeah, we can go with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, We'll say uh, Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt is correct for 10 points. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, let's do that one. Let's do uh, Dale Jr. That is also correct for 10 points. Um, okay. So we're going to go with a uh, commentator for a lot of these races, Daryl Waltrip. Daryl Waltrip is incorrect. Oh, let's use your mulligan. I don't know how many more names I got in me for this one. We're going to go ahead and pass. All right. Over to lopsided border battle. And you guys have a chance to complete the list here. All right. Well, the ones that I know for sure, um, we can say that one that you would, yeah, my Wisconsin boy. Yeah, your Wisconsin Matt boy. Matt Kenseth. Yep. Matt Kenseth is correct for 10 points. And then his teammate, uh, Denny Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also correct for 10 points. Then I think um, that uh, – hold on. Let me tell you this. Hold on here. Or was that one already said? No, he's not been said yet. We can um, – I'm more sure about him than the other guy that I said, so let's do that. Oh, wait. Oh, the other one. There's one more that I said earlier that I know is on there. Just so you guys know, they're they're out. You can say oh, yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. that's right. So, so yeah. you have Yarborough and Denny K- Hamlin. Kale Yarborough definitely won. Yeah, he won more. a bunch in the eighties. Um, and uh, so I wait, think, are we checking in with Kale Yarborough? Right. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go, Kale Yarborough. So Yarborough is correct for ten points. I think Daryl's brother Michael won a couple. Moving down to know. Charlotte. Moving down to Charlotte has definitely helped me with my NASCAR knowledge. <laughs> um, 
but so are you yeah, are you are you asking me or are you checking in with that? I, I no, I'm not checking in with it. Um, I, I think the other one you said is good though. Let's go with that one. Sterling, Sterling Marlin. Sterling Marlin. We'll check it with Sterling Marlin. Marlin. Sterling Marlin. <laughs> Sterling Marlin is correct for ten points. Then there's one other guy, um, and I always remember his name because he's one of my favorite twins. Has the same last name as that uh, Allison. That um, he he said Bobby Allison though. Oh, did he say Bobby Allison? Yeah, he was one of the ones at the beginning that he. Okay, I missed yeah. it then. He I said Elliot. I Elliot. I didn't think you guys to get it to, to get it to ten. Yeah, how many do we have left? One. Oh, just one. Okay. So wait, now did we said Yarbrough? We said Kenny Hamlin, right? Danny Hamlin. Yeah, I, I Danny, think it's. Danny, yeah. I, I think it's. I think it's Michael Waltrip. Because wait, now they went out on his brother, right? Yeah, they went out on one Darryl. of the Waltrips. I know for sure has gotten. Yeah, they went out on Daryl. I think. I think it was. Let's go with it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. D- Dale Jarrett's in this too, though. Is he? I, have, I, I want I've to say exhausted both of them. my NASCAR. I think I've watched about two or three NASCAR movies and these old guys, and that's about I, it. So. I want to say Waltrip won a couple, like either back to back or really close to one another in the early two thousands. He won. He won the one where that uh, Dale Earnhardt died on. Maybe two thousand. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I, if we only have one left, I don't know which way to go between J- Jarrett and. Well, no, I'm certain. Wait, now, if they went out on the one Waltrip brother, I'm certain it's the other. Okay, Waltrip. well, let's one let's go with. Okay, we'll go with Michael. Yeah. We'll go with Michael Waltrip then. Michael Waltrip is correct for ten points. <laughs> Did Dale Jarrett not do it? I thought Very, he won like two or three. Uh, he wasn't on my list. I I did two, but the list that I got, he was not. He was nowhere to be found. Uh, but very, very impressive, guys. Like I said, moving down to Charlotte has done wonders for my NASCAR knowledge. Clearly. How many did we get? You guys got eight. So, wait. Dick Trickle wasn't on that list at all? I wasn't going to ask. (laughs) Wasn't. You can't can't have a NASCAR question and not a Dick Trickle reference. I don't care who you are. I'm just glad I got a NASCAR question in there. Good old Richard Trickle. On to question three, the final question of Dean's list. I need both teams to name the first 10 Madden video game cover athletes. One Gear did have multiple athletes on it, and I will accept either one. Shame I'm not playing because I could straight up just solo this list. When I was writing this question, I was like, this seems like an error question. Doesn't help that I don't think Mason and I were born before Madden started. I'm just trying to remember when the first one to have a cover athlete was. And I can go from there because I know a lot of them. I just don't know when the first one started off. Dan, did you see the year on there? Am I right on that year that it started? I don't. Oh, it. I'm having a real hard time remembering exactly when it started. Well, I know the game console itself started like around that time frame. I'm pretty sure the game. But I don't think they started doing the cover art with athletes until a few years later. Right. So who's first? Is it us first, Dan? No, it's them. I it's think. them first. Oh, them. Oh, and they don't even have a clue. Get mad all cocky. No, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know for sure either. I think, I think we can go with the one that you put out there first. I seem to remember like an old disc back in whenever this happened that this was on he was on there i mean were you alive there 
Um, yeah, I, I was alive, I think, when that one happened. But I remember seeing the disc, and I remember seeing that someone that looked like him. So I think he was on there. But I'm not 100% certain. We have a mulligan anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's just go with uh, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk is correct for 10 points. He graced the cover in 2003. Or somebody that looked like him. All right. So we're going to lock in with Eddie George. Eddie George is correct for 10 points. He was actually the first athlete that wasn't John Madden to be on the cover of the game. Falk was on there. He should have been there not too long after. Um, so we're going to check in with Michael Vick. Michael Vick graced the cover in 2004. That is correct for 10 points. Yeah, see, it's that, that one that you said. Okay. Alexander? Um, Sean yeah, Alexander? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, we'll lock in with that. Sean Alexander is correct for 10 points. Let's go with that. We're going to go with uh, Minnesota Viking Dante Culpepper. Miami Dolphin Dante Culpepper is correct for 10 points. Uh, I was holding on to that one, not thinking you'd have it. <laughs> I think we can go with uh, another Minnesota Viking, Brett Favre. I I don't I don't think he was not in the when, when not it, in that first ten years. Uh it, he's gonna if he is he's at the very end. Now I just said it out loud so they guys get it. Well, so. we have we have a, we have a mulligan. Let's go for okay, it. Okay, there you go. We'll go with Brett Favre. Brett Favre is correct from two thousand and nine. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. He he's in between that range. So we'll uh, check in with Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis in two thousand and five is correct. Should we should we go with the other former Vikings quarterback? Sure. Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb is correct for 10 points. Back to the Nova boys. There are two covers left. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Mason. Um, well, I actually played this one, and this was the one with the two athletes on it. So I'll go with uh, one of them that was on the last episode, Troy Palomalu. Ray Palomalu is correct. He and Larry Fitzgerald shared the cover the year after they played in the Super Bowl. Go with that last one there, Dan. I'm, yep. I'm like I think 90% that's it. sure. Yep. I think, I think it's Vince Young. I think you are correct for 10 points in the entire list. Very, very impressive. You guys know your Madden covers. So, actually, you said Eddie George was the first athlete on the cover when it was – he's the first featured athlete on the cover, but the year before, Madden was on the cover, but in the background was Barry Sanders. Yeah, that, yeah. I, and they, when I was looking it up, um, it said that it's like an unofficial cover. Yeah, I didn't include it in the list. Yeah, yeah. And, and then why... also, he's he's the only technically, if you count that cover, athlete to be on it twice. Yeah, because he was on the the anniversary one. Yeah, twenty five. And that's why in your question you said on a cover that didn't feature Madden. Correct. Yep. Yeah. I okay. After the first quarter, scores lopsided border battle has two hundred. Nola boys trailing behind at 140. Thank God for NASCAR. <laughs> Can we just talk about Peyton Hillis and how he was on the cover real quick? Right? That's <laughs> nice. He is an American treasure. <laughs> yeah. You're stealing my line, Eric. That's my line. He's an American like, treasure. <laughs> when I was coming up with that question, I was like, do I want to do last 10? And I was like, no, there's way better athletes on the first 10. Yeah, I get that. Because of guys like Peyton Hillis. And then we and don't have to Vince say anything Carter. about the Patriots. Cool. That too. <laughs> yep. Thank you. 
amazing all those Vikings quarterbacks that were on there. I, I yeah, I, I didn't even re- honestly, it didn't even compute until until Mason said Vikings quarterback Dante Culpepper, and I was like, oh man, there's three of them on there. I'm surprised a uh, uh, straight cash homie wasn't on there. I am too, actually. Yeah. The, oh, you know what it was though? Do you guys remember when ESPN had the rival game? They um they were doing like receivers because I remember they did TO and did Marvin Harrison. Oh yeah. They kind of had the wide receivers. Yeah, because Madden was always quarterback and running back heavy. Yeah, and like yeah, when they went defense, it was you know Ray Lewis. Well, it's, I mean, so Larry Fitzgerald was the only wide receiver on that list of the first ten. Yeah, well, and I know Calvin so. Johnson was a couple. Odell years Beckham back. was. Yeah, Calvin. And then there was the one. There was a, there was a tight end. <laughs> yeah, that's, that? that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> he was the number four all-time New York Giants tight end, <laughs> according <laughs> to Ranker.com. <laughs> Everything's according to Ranker.com, and that's voted by fans. So, I mean, you can't fight it. I was just going to say, where did, <laughs> where did you get it. this list, Scott? Was it from Ranker.com? <laughs> it's like the Wikipedia of sports. Well, like when I checked it, too, like after Mason said something, I looked at it, and Howard Cross dropped. I mean, I was highly <laughs> I disappointed. voted it down like 100 times. <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah, move right Ellison up the list and, and Howard Cross down. All right, let's get on with the show here. That brings us to our second quarter for today's game, The Missing Link. This round will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in via Zoom chat with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points and lock the other team out of the theme points. If a team has not checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, the remaining teams who have not made a theme guess can earn 50 points with a correct answer to the theme. The first question in Missing Link. This tight end out of the University of Cincinnati is the only player at his position with four consecutive 1,000 receiving yard seasons. Eric, I'm sorry you're not playing. I'm going to check in. Scott, can you repeat that? I, uh, I heard tight end and just started staring at <laughs> Absolutely. This tight end out of the University of Cincinnati is the only player at his position with four consecutive 1,000-yard receiving seasons. All right, we'll, uh, we'll check in. All right, the NOAA boys have checked in. Yeah, we'll check in also. All right, both teams have checked in, so let's go with the lopsided border battle. What did you guys check in with? We're going to go with the uh, Kansas City boy with Travis Kelsey. Okay, and NOAA boys? We said the same thing, Mr. Travis Kelsey himself. Both teams will be receiving points for this one. The correct answer is Super Bowl champion Travis Kelsey. Question two in the missing link. When he retired after 18 seasons in 2005, he was the all-time leader in three-pointers made. Go ahead and check in. Boys have checked in. Lopsided border battle. You guys can discuss. So when did he go? He went so... Ray Allen went down to play with uh, the boys down in Miami, but I thought because 2005 seems, yeah, he played until like 2009. You think 2005? Yeah. I okay. I'm sorry. I heard. Yeah, that's the only. I was gonna say Ray Allen, but I thought no, he played for like another six years after that. I I heard. I, I want. I heard like 2015 for some reason. Yeah, you said it's 2005, right, Scott? 2005, correct. Yeah. So that's what, so 2005. So, I mean, 
he wasn't a shooter, but I don't know. Stockton has every steals and assist record there is, but he doesn't. I don't. I don't remember him being a three-point shooter. Oh, 2005. Could it have been Reggie Miller? That's a good one. Is that, is that about the right year That's for him? That's about the time. Yeah, because he he peaked about two thousand, about ninety-eight, ninety-nine ish or so, right? And then he probably would have retired about five, six years later. And that's right about the time that the Pacers were getting good with Jermaine O'Neal and Med World Peace. Okay, yeah, and then Ray Allen passed him, I think. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's let's, let's go with that. Let's go with Reggie Miller. Okay, lopsided border battle has checked in with Reggie Miller and Noah. Boys, what was your answer? We said Reggie Miller as well. And you would both be correct on that. Reggie Miller is the correct answer. And again, the key there was he at the time that he retired, he was the all-time leader. He has since been surpassed by Ray Allen. Question number three in the missing link. He was the MVP of the American League in 2000 after batting 333 with a career-high 43 home runs. And two years later, signed a $120 million deal to play on the East Coast. We'll, we'll check in. All right. Lopsided border battle has checked in. Noah, boys, you can discuss. Were you alive then, Mason? Barely, barely live. You said 2000 AL, right? I would either say between Giambi and, and Frank Thomas. Um, I don't think A-Rod was big enough yet. Those are the three that I think of in super early 2000s. Giambi seems reasonable out of that list. Um, just shooting off the hip, but I'm not sure at all. Yeah. Because Frank, I'm pretty sure Frank Thomas stayed in Chicago for a while, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. All right, so we'll just go ahead and uh, check in with uh, Jason Giambi. All right, the NOLA boys have checked in with Jason Giambi. And now over to lopsided border battle for your answer. Yeah, we also said uh, Jason Giambi. So far, so good on this round. The correct answer is Jason Giambi. Question four in the missing link. Since being traded by the New England Patriots four years ago, this defender has averaged 15 sacks per season. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. Sure. Since being traded by the New England Patriots four years ago, this defender has averaged 15 sacks per season. Dan, did you see what I wrote there? Oh, yeah, that's probably really close. We'll go ahead and check in. All right, the NOAA boys have checked in. Lopsided border battle. You guys are free to talk it out. What was that noise? <laughs> I thought I was muted. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so wait now. You're thinking, you said, Dan, did you, you're saying for question four, you're saying Pouncey? Is that, is that who it is? Pouncey is the offensive lineman, isn't he? He's not a defensive lineman. I, I, honestly, in the last few years, I'm I'm just throwing out names right now that I'm trying to remember. Since I stopped playing fantasy football, it's really difficult for me to remember everything that's going on in the NFL. Um, you say it's the guy that was in the in the brawl, right? I don't know for sure. I'm just saying I think it, I'm pretty sure that this person he's talking about in question four is a defensive end for Cleveland, and. Um, I think he might have been the one who got suspended or kicked out of that game at the end of the last year, last season when he had the brawl versus the 
Browns and the Steelers, but I don't know the guy's name. I doubt I would ever be able to pull it. Um, was, um, is it Miles Garrett? Is that a name? That's a name, right? Yeah, that's a name. Um, but I don't think that it's Miles Garrett. Oh. I want to say that's the dude that swung the helmet, isn't it? Yeah, that that does sound right, but I don't think that I don't think that that's who it is. So I might, might maybe I'm wrong. Okay, in that case, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to help you here. Um, my like I said, my current NFL knowledge is low on my totem pole. I mean, I we found a, a weakness in Dan's game now. Let's go with that one just because I, I – so I'm thinking of Patriots. I know that they traded and or let go of two fairly significant defensive linemen or defensive ends in the last, like, five years or so, and both of them were fairly high draft picks. And, I mean, Miles Garrett is a guy's name that I think he played for Cleveland. It sounds right. Um, I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Miles Garrett's the dude that swung the helmet. If that's who you were thinking of, that's the best I'm going to be able to get you, though, I think. That was a total guess for me, whether or not that was the actual right. guy. Well, I only, this is based off of pure speculation. I'm at, like, maybe 40%. So. All right. Well, let's let's do it, then. Okay. Let's, Miles let's Garrett. Lock in Miles Garrett. Check in, Miles Garrett. Okay. Lopsided border battle has checked in with Miles Garrett. Noah, boys, what did you check in with? Um. So I was trying to think of prominent – Patriots players that went somewhere else. And uh, this is the first one that came in my head and he's been pretty prolific the last four years. And so we went with Chandler Jones. One team getting points this round, the correct answer is Chandler Jones. He has quietly been a, a excellent defender for the Arizona Cardinals for the last four years. Nice job. And that brings us to the fifth and final question of the round. Nicknamed the general. He holds the distinction as being the only player to have played with Jordan and Pippen on the Bulls, Shaq and Penny on the Magic, and Kobe and Shaq on the Lakers, winning four championships along the way. Let me think on this one a little bit. Can you name the teams again, please? Yeah, so Jordan and Pippen on the Bulls, Shaq and Penny on the Magic, Kobe and Shaq on the Lakers. All right, we'll, we'll check in with that then. Okay, lopsided border battle has checked in. Noah boys, feel free to talk it out. Okay, so he played with Jordan and the Bulls, and he played with the Magic, and he played for Lakers later on. So I'm trying to think somebody that was on the bench for one of those Bulls teams that stuck around for a while. I have a bunch of names floating in my head, but I don't think any of them played for all those teams. You would have had to just be starting out with Jordan, right? Yeah, I mean, or it could have been the second time around with them. But like, if they played for the Magic for – couple seasons and then jump back but i was just thinking of bulls players tony kukoc i don't think he played that long with any other teams um bill wennington is a name that popped in my head i don't know how long he played i know he was a backup for those bulls teams i think the 95 96 he was like a backup center um other than that i i threw out the name robert horry but i don't think he played for the bulls or the Magic. I know he played for the Lakers. He's been on a lot of – he's been like a backup on a lot of championship teams. I just don't know which ones other than the Lakers. Man, I have no idea. I don't think I'm going to pull this one. <laughs> okay. You want to just go with 
I don't know, let's go Robert Horry because I don't have anything better than that. I don't think it's right, but we'll just try it. All right. All right. We'll, we'll check in with Robert Horry. All right. Noah Boyd have checked in with Robert Horry. And lopsided border battle, what was your answer? All right. I, I think, I'm pretty sure that this is going to be Horace Grant. There will be points awarded in this round, and that will be to lopsided border battle. The correct answer is Horace Grant. The ring chaser, apparently. No, that would be Robert Ory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice pull there, whoever came up with that one. I just assume it's always going to be Dan. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, that was like that was in the 1980s. That's, that's not your wheelhouse there, Matt. Anything before 1940 is yours. <laughs> Grant played for the, the early Bulls teams and then left to go to, uh, left to, go to Orlando while the, when the second wave happened. Yep. Yeah, they, they ended up beating the Magic in these competitions. Yep. He lost yep. to the Bulls once Jordan came back and – then he followed Shaq a couple years after Shaq left for the Lakers and won a couple more over there with Robert Ory. Okay, we did have one team lock in with the theme prior to question five, and that was the NOLA boys. And lopsided border battle did wait until after question five to lock in with the theme. So, NOLA boys, since you, locked in for, since you checked in first, what was your answer? Um, so... I thought we knew it after two, but we took a third one to make sure. Um, we went with siblings that played the same sport. All right. And over to lopsided border battle, what was your answer? Yep. We had famous siblings or sibling athletes. So clearly there will be points awarded here. So let's just uh, go through it if we can. We have Travis Kelsey, who has a brother named Jason Kelsey, who plays in the NFL. Reggie Miller has a very famous sister named Cheryl Miller, who both played and coached professionally. Jason Giambi has a brother named Jeremy Giambi, who didn't win any MVP awards, but he did play Major League Baseball. Chandler Jones has two famous brothers, Arthur Jones and the more famous John Jones of USC fame. And then Horace Grant's brother Harvey also played in the NBA. Eric, I need a ruling on this. So. They said same sport, and right. last I checked, John Bones Jones is not playing football. But Arthur Jones played for the Ravens, and there's oh. them. So then, then uh, that would—that's uh, the only one then, because the rest of them were the same. All of them, yeah. The rest of them are definitely, obviously, the same sport. What yeah. was your what was your selected theme when you wrote it, Scott? My selected theme was they all have professional siblings. I never said same team, but it just or same sport, but it just so happens that they also <laughs> do have siblings. With Arthur with Arthur Jones in there, I think you have to give it to them. Yeah, I think so. He, too. Is, he is an NFL player. Yeah, right. I agree. Right. Even though, you know, Bones Jones is the more famous one, it doesn't matter. All right. So who's who's older? Horace Grant or Harvey Grant? If they can get that right, then we'll give them the point. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I know about the, the sons, Jerry and Jeremy. I wish you just mentioned that. I could have got that one. I it, was, it, was, it was a trick question because they're twins. <laughs> but, I mean, one was probably <laughs> born on the same day, and I don't know what time. Yeah, right? I, I, think, I think Harvey's older. I think I said my research, actually. <laughs> yeah, we're going to give uh, the Noah boys the points there. Nice pull after, after three. 
Yeah, like I said, I I it was once we heard three, it didn't really change because I didn't know Jason Giambi had a brother, but I figured if he did, he probably played baseball, and so that's why we went with that. I knew the first. They two. both played for the A's. They did. Yeah, yeah. they played were teammates. But I knew the um, first two. No, they for weren't sure. teammates. I don't think they didn't play. They didn't play it in the A's together, though. I thought they played for the A's together. No, teammates. Jeremy came in the year after. Yeah, I think Jeremy was a minor leaguer. Jason left. I want. Jeremy was out. I want to say no they were on the same team on my MLB 2002 game that I had. Well, because yeah. in, the only By reason I know that is Jeremy might have been up. because in, um, in um, Moneyball, they're trying to figure out how they can replace Jason. And the one of the ones that they do to replace Jason is Jeremy. But I might be wrong. All right. Can I just say one thing about Moneyball and why I hate that movie? Can I, can I just can I just throw this out there? That movie made it sound like they took this just scrappy team and used paste and tape to throw them all together to make this amazing team. Not one time did they mention in that movie that they had the Cy Young Award winner and the AL MVP on that team. Yeah, yeah. You never hear them talk about Tejada, Chavez, I mean. Or Barry Zito. Yeah. Or Barry <laughs> Zito. Hudson or, or Tim Hudson. They don't talk about any of those guys. <laughs> I love that movie just because it's so sappy and it's my favorite. No, they just talk of... about Hattiesburg or whatever his name was. <laughs> Hattiesburg. Yeah. They do talk about David Justice, though. Yeah, DJ. All right, heading into halftime, we had a change in the leader. Nola boys taking over the lead with 320 and Matt doing his best to ruin Dan's undefeated streak. Lopsided border battle at 280. That's all right. Halftime's coming up. I get to sing and get points. Yep. Anchor boy, you know, I do what I do. So hold on a second. I I just wanted to be noted that I did tell Dan the the famous siblings or the whatever siblings that after like question after after Jeremy Giambi. So I mean, I did have it. We just decided not to go in with it yet. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that one would go because people forget Jeremy Giambi. Some people forget Cheryl Miller. So, you know, I wasn't sure. Like, there's usually that one clue where it's like, okay, I, I definitely think I have it. You know, I wasn't sure which one that would be during that round. I liked it. It's good. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five movie and or music questions that are about or involving sports with each question worth 20 points. Your first halftime question is, which team makes Hootie and the Blowfish singer Darius Rucker cry? We can check in. Yeah, we'll check that in. Yeah, lopsided border battle has checked you in. You better believe I'm singing my answer. I was hoping you would. <laughs> Wait, no, does Josh and, and Mason even ever, has ever even heard of Hootie and the Blowfish? I, I know this song. I've listened to it enough times. So. I actually um, I didn't know this was a sports reference. I thought it was just a random non-sequitur line in it, but I guess – uh, it makes sen- more sense with a sports reference. Um, but we're going to go ahead and check in with the Dolphins. Noah boys have checked in with the Miami Dolphins and lopsided border battle. Such a baby and Dolphins make me cry, but there's nothing I can do. I only want to be with you. The Miami Dolphins. You can't call me a fool. I only want to be with you. The Dolphins. Encore, encore. Oh, there'll be more. Don't worry. 
The Dolphins are correct. Both teams getting points. And uh, if, if it were up to me, I'd award bonus points, Dan. But uh, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. You're so, the host. Are, are we sure he was talking about the Miami Dolphins and not just like maybe he was like really into like Dolphins save tuna? We don't know. He, he has confirmed it. He, he, yeah, he confirmed it in, in interviews and, and stuff like that. He's a big Dolphins fan. Yeah, I just thought it was just about Dolphins. I was he like, that's goes, a really he, random he, line. Yeah, he just goes to SeaWorld and just loses it. Such crying. <laughs> I once had a long, drawn-out argument with my brother who thought the line was, I'm such a baby and it often makes me cry. So we had to check that to be sure. And that was the days before you could just Google it. You know, right. we had to really listen to it. You had to write Darius Rucker a letter. <laughs> 20 points for both teams. Question two. In D2, the Mighty Ducks, which team did Team USA defeat to win the Junior Goodwill Games? I'm going to give a little piece of information here. I won't give the answer, though. So in the first Mighty Ducks uh, movie, that a part of it was filmed uh, in the theater, in the uh, arena, the ice arena of my high school in Cottage Grove, Minnesota. But And they uh, would pay people like $50 to go sit in the stands as like, you know, background people or whatever. And I just thought it was the dumbest thing ever. I said, oh, these people go and watch it. So I'm not going to go do it. I had football practice anyway. And then on the, at the same time, then I thought the movie was so dumb. The Minnesota was so dumb or whatever. So I never watched any of the Mighty Duck movies ever. So I have no clue. It's all you, Dan. Let's, let's check that one in. I think, I, I think it's right. All right. Lopsided Border Battle has checked in. Noah, boys, feel free to talk out loud. Well, I haven't seen it. Your guess is good as mine on this one. Shame on you, also. <laughs> I've got more homework to do. More homework to do, my friend. Get, you got Disney Plus? Get on that. <laughs> I mean, it came um, out in like 94. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, think, I think either of those that you put out there, Canada or Iceland, I think both of those could be. Canada seems more obvious because more hockey players are from there. But yeah, I think Iceland would be more interesting because the ice, Disney, I don't know. That was just my thought was associating ice with hockey. And... Yeah, would it be more interesting to have like a European team as opposed to Canada? Um, I mean, I'd, I don't have a preference either way. If I had to guess from the two, I suppose Canada would probably be better, but I'd no strong feeling either way. All right, we can, uh, let's just check in Canada then. All right, the NOAA boys have checked in with Canada and over to lopsided border battle. I seem to recall that it was that uh, that that powerhouse of the hockey nation of Iceland. Lopsided border battle has checked in with Iceland. So, spoiler alert: Team USA miraculously defeated hockey phenom Gunnar Stahl and the team from Iceland to win the championship. So, points for lopsided border battle. Oh, I thought you guys were going to pull that one out. I really did. So can we figure out what Disney was doing on that? You have a, you have a, a, a hockey movie based at, like the team's from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And not anywhere in this tournament is there a mention of a team from Canada. There's a team from Trinidad and Tobago. There's Iceland. Right. There's like all these random countries, but no Canada anywhere in this movie. It had to have been right after Cool Running, though, right? Because that was about that time. Yeah, they came out within a couple of years of each other. Because I think the Mighty Ducks 2 or D2 was 
I mean, I think the first one came out like in 92 and that one must have I believe it's 92 and 94 and 96. Yeah. I think it was every two years for the first three. The only three. I mean, why um, What's His Bucket didn't win an Oscar for that? Uh, <laughs> I'll never know. Mason, you'll find out soon. I remember the guy's name. <laughs> what? Emilio Estevez, man. Emilio Estevez. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could have been talking what's about Charlie bucket? Conway. I thought, I thought for a second. I was like... <laughs> Question three in the halftime round. In the movie Varsity Blues, what well-renowned actor played Bud Kilmer, the fictional high school football head coach? We'll go ahead and check in. The Noah boys have checked in. Matt, it's, it's, it's John Voight, right? Yeah, yeah, Angelina yeah, Jolie's dad. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah we'll, we'll check in with John Voight. Lopsided Border Battle has checked in with John Voight. Noah boys, what was your answer? Well, I'm very fortunate that I watched this about a week ago. Um, so this came in handy. That and my uh, national treasure knowledge working together here, because uh, it is John Voight. That's what we went with. Wait, no. Voight is correct. It points all around. Are you saying that John Voight is a national treasure? Oh. Yeah, he's Ben Gates' no. dad. That's the first time I saw him in a movie, and then I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff. But that's the first one I associate with him. Wait He's now. actually best known for selling George Costanza his car. Right. And having a pencil <laughs> that he had his teeth marks on. Exactly. He's excellent in Varsity Blues, man. And Angelina Jolie's dad. Asshole head coach so well. Question four. The Fox television series Pitch lasted just one season and was centered around Ginny Baker, the first female pitcher in Major League history. What National League team did Ginny play for? Oh, we're checked in. All right. Lopsided border battle has checked in. We have a 115 shot. If we just randomly pick one. Good ideas on this one. You I feel said like it might have to be a, a big market. Like that seems to make more sense that you would get more publicity about it. But did you say what channel it's on? It's on Fox. I don't know if that's Is it that's that's West Coast, right? I think so. So I mean it could be Dodgers, Giants. Padres, any other NL teams, the Rockies. I'd probably say like a California team. Yeah, I, I would think that would make more sense if it's closer to Hollywood, like an LA team or San Francisco would make sense because they're pretty popular. Okay, so we're saying, I mean, yeah, so California team, Dodgers. I feel like I feel like that would be too mainstream. That's what I was thinking. It seems too obvious if it's Hollywood Dodgers. I mean, that seems so probably like a like a second tier team that would like realistically like sign a woman pitcher like the padres yeah. they've always been bad yeah they, they take like a that. chance because they don't have anybody else i think you want to go with that giants the other team that we mentioned i don't know they've been good i mean and they got those three world series i say we i say we just go padres they haven't right. done anything ever okay we'll check in with the san diego padres all right, the NOAA boys have checked in with the San Diego Padres and lopsided border battle. What did you check in with? I have a vague recollection of seeing a commercial for this when I was at I think it's the Padres. I do. I think it's the Padres. So that's, but that is what we checked in with. Okay, so both teams have checked in with the San Diego Padres. So first off, if you haven't seen the show, I do recommend you check it out. It's actually on Hulu now. Um, it got canceled after one season for bad ratings, but there's been a petition for about two years now to get the, to get more seasons. So we'll see what happens. Uh, and one of the main essential themes of the first episode is bringing Ginny onto the team, one, for attendance, and two, because the team is terrible and has no good pitchers. 
The answer, the San Diego Padres. Very nice pull there, uh, Mason and Josh. Glad we backed into that one. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty good show. Check it out on Hulu. I recommend it. Give the first episode a watch. Got uh, Zach Morris in it. Pretty decent cast. You said Mark Paul Gosler's in this? Say, yes. Is that right? Yeah, he's like he's, he's one of the main characters. He plays like, the catcher on the team. Oh, I thought he just meant somebody named Zach Morris. I wasn't sure. If that was meant <laughs> <laughs> the Zach Morris. Oh yeah, man. After the, the games, Morris. they all go to the max. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's got a lot of uh, it's a lot of like you know general manager type stuff, like Moneyball type stuff. You know. Right. Are you getting paid by this the producers to talk about this show or what? I might be, Matt. <laughs> he highly so recommends it. Do you get paid to talk about all these podcasts you tell us about? <laughs> So, Scott, I want to make sure I get this right. You highly recommend this, right? I recommend it. <laughs> look at him. Look at him walk away from so, it. I, like, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought, you know, it was good. I don't think you can recommend a show that's been canceled because now I'm going to be left wondering what happens I after know, one season. But it might come back, man. I don't know. I'm going to end on a clip. Every day. Every day I'm on the fan pages, all right? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to watch for one season and all of a sudden fall into a wormhole of fan fiction. I mean, if the four of you like it and sign a petition, maybe that's the four we need to put it over the top. I still don't know the name of the show. What is it called? (laughs) Pitch. Pitch. It's on Hulu. I'm going to highly recommend My Name is Earl. So go ahead and watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Because that won't anger you after that one goes off the air either. Scott's literally mentioned it's on Hulu about eight times. (laughs) On Hulu. Pitch. Fox. That's our first sponsor for the podcast. Thursdays at eight. Not anymore. Can we get Mark Paul Glassler on the show? Or <laughs> I don't think he's got anything to do if it was canceled. Unless they're doing Stay by, by the Bell reboot or whatever. Yeah, they're doing Stay by the Bell the senior years. Yeah. <laughs> the only one they haven't done yet. Question five. The Game of Love was a heavily used song during the NBA playoffs over several seasons. What legendary musician teamed up with Michelle Branch to record this song? Yeah, we'll check in. The Noah boys have checked in with their answer. Dan, feel free to hum different songs. If, I mean, if it helps. I don't really know the, I mean, I, I think I know the answer, but I don't really know the, the tune of the song. Yeah, I don't know the tune this, either. If, if, if it's the person I'm thinking of, it's somebody who has uh, collaborated with a lot of people. Um, and infamously, infamously does not I think sing it's, himself. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think it's Carlos Santana. All right, yes. yeah, let's 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 go ahead and check in with Carlos Santana. All right, so lopsided border battle has checked in with Carlos Santana. Noah, boys, what was your answer? Um, my dad actually had the CD with this song on, and I've listened to it a bunch of times. I would sing it, but my voice is terrible. Um, but it's Santana. Dan, I don't know many of the words. But I know a little bit of this, a little That's bit. That's it. That. That's it. Yep. The correct answer is Carlos yep. Santana. Points all around. The Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast would like to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a new Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. And if you'd be willing to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, we greatly appreciate the support so that other people can find us. Thanks. All right, heading into the third quarter, we have a score of lopsided border battle coming in with 380 and Nola boys clinging to a lead at 400. 
Let's see if Matt can mess this up. Uh, mess up trailing? That's fine. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. That brings us to quarter three, which is going to be let it ride or throw in the towel. For this round, there will be five questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question or throw in the towel and take the points they have accrued to that point. One correct answer is worth 20 points, two correct answers is worth 40 points, three is worth 80 points, four is worth 160 points, and all five correct answers are worth 320 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of their points accrued in the round. And today's category is Southpaws. Question one for 20 points. This quarterback led the Jacksonville Jaguars to playoff appearances in three of the franchise's first four seasons. Yeah, we're checked in. The border battle has checked in. Yeah, I thought about that name too when you said it. I mean, I don't – which one of those is a left-handed quarterback is the question. Pretty sure Brunel is a lefty. I don't know about Leftwich. I think because his name is left. You might – I don't know. That's what I was – yeah, maybe – I remember he's a left-handed quarterback because he was a backup for the Saints during the Super Bowl run. I'm pretty sure he's a left-handed quarterback. And he would have been on those Jags teams. I think left, which might have came a little bit later. Fairly certain Brunel was a left-handed quarterback, but I don't know about left, which. And Brunel fits the time period better for me. So it's up to you. I'm not confident on either one of them, but I would lean toward Brunel. Okay. Yeah. Let's do uh, Brunel then. All right, we'll check in with Brunel. All right, the NOLA boys have checked in with Mark Brunel. Lopsided border battle, what was your answer? Yeah, we went with the uh, former Packer quarterback, Mark Brunel. Which would explain why he wasn't ever on a cover of a Madden game. It would, truly. Points all around. The correct answer is the former Redskins quarterback, Mark Brunel. Is that before or after Patrick Ramsey? <laughs> Definitely before. That, that's actually right around <laughs> he, the same he time. Hadn't come up. He hadn't come up yet, so... Yeah, no, not yet. Got to keep things relevant. All right, so both teams earning points on that, and now it is time to ask, are you going to let it ride or throw in the towel? I think we're going to let it ride there, Dan. Don't you think so? Oh, yeah. Boys? Yeah, we're going to let it ride as well. All right, both teams letting it ride. Question two. He burst onto the major league scene in 2003 winning the National League Rookie of the Year Award and helping the Marlins win the 2003 World Series. We'll, we'll check in. Lopsided border battle has checked in. Noah boys, feel free to discuss it. I don't know too yeah. much about this team, but, I, I mean, he was on there, and I think he's a left-handed. No, nah, nah, Pudge definitely wasn't left-handed. I followed him for a good while, and I forgot about the category, so you're right. Um, so what, 2003? Yeah, 2003. Um, so rookie of the year. I don't know any pitchers on that team. Oh, what's that dude's name? He's, he got that really high leg kick. Uh, man, I could see it. Hold on. I'm going to pull this one, maybe. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got the leg kick. Man, I watched him. I I followed Yvonne Rodriguez until he went to – the Yankees or the Nationals, one of those two. Every my- time a team sits there and talks for like about three minutes and then eventually backs their way into it, I want to put a sound effect in, into the audio like a beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Good idea. We're going to have to come up with a, an award for that. Dontrell Willis. 
if that's what you want to go with. I the name seems familiar. I might be who you're talking about. I I trust you on it. Ninety percent. All right, go for it. We'll uh, we'll check in Dontrell Willis. Noah boys have checked in with Dontrell Willis. Lopsided border battle. Beep 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 beep. That would be the D train. Dontrell Willis. The correct answer is Dontrell Willis. Make sure you put your flashers on next time you back into an answer <laughs> like that, all right? I mean, that's a good pull, a good pull. Points all around. So now the question remains, let it ride or throw in the towel? They can't keep backing into these, so we're going to go ahead and let it ride. Challenge is thrown out there, Noah boys. What are you going to do? Oh, let's go. We'll let it ride. All right. Both teams are going to let it ride. Question three and Southpaws. This former Buckeye averaged 19 points per game over his 12-year career and made his lone NBA All-Star appearance in 2004 as a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. I'll get this. Hold on. I'll get, I'll get there. I just got to, I got to think back to that. We're going to, yeah, we're going to check it in. Check in. Lopsided border battle has checked in. I'm trying to think of any Buckeyes that I can remember late nineties, early two thousands. Get the, get the sound effects ready here. I'm working on it. I just, I would have, I would think it would have to be a guard. Just 19 points seems like it would be, mm. be a guard. Oh, there's a landline. That's, I don't know how. That's made awesome. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So keeping all of the landline calls. <laughs> I don't know who keeps calling my house this late at night. I think Mason's like that guy uh, that cheated on Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> Somebody was helping him with all the oh, answers. The, the coughing guy? The coughing yeah, major, yeah. Mason gets a phone call. They back into it with the right answer. <laughs> when he's getting a little too far off the question, somebody calls. Yeah. Obviously, 19 points. He was consistent, but not never really good. I think many players for the, the Bucks around that time. All I got is Giannis, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what lucky name were we going to pick today? Lucky Cornicova? No. <laughs> I don't know. Richardson? That seems like a generic enough name. That There's a few of them. Maybe that'll cover. I think we should just check in with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check in with Richardson. I like the logic there. The NOLA boys have checked in with Richardson. Lopsided border battle. What did you check in with? I'm getting this more from Ohio State than than the Bucks, but I'm pretty sure he played with the Bucks. Um, it'd be Michael Red. The correct answer is Michael Red. Very good pull there. Yeah, Matt. Next time I pull something out of my butt like that, I'm gonna stand up first. <laughs> okay, so now they're out, so they are at 20 points. We are still in, and if we are out now, we are we're, we have achieved eighty points. Correct. We're stop. We're stopping right now. If we stop well, right now, we're up by forty. We'll get it right. Well, well, well. Hell, let's go for it then. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, lopsided border battle. Are you gonna let it ride or throw in the towel? We're gonna let it ride. Heck yeah, let it ride, baby. Ride, ride, ride. Let it ride. Question four in Southpaws. In 2006, this American League outfielder became just the second player in Major League history to finish the season with 50 doubles, 10 triples, 25 home runs, and 20 stolen bases. You just, said a call, you just called him an outfielder, right? You didn't say which position in the outfield. Correct. So we know he's fast because he got 10 triples and opportune, so he's probably a contact hitter. So a slap guy that usually threw it in the corner or hit a gapper, right? 
he had 50 doubles, so he probably stretched about 15 of those, right? Yeah. He had some pop with 25 home runs, and obviously wasn't bad on the bases. I have a make name, it, but I have sense. no idea if any of this makes sense. Outfielders in 2006. Those sound like those are like MVP numbers, but but um. So who was like the silver uh, slugger? Because that's that's some pretty prolific hitting numbers there. So who was like the silver slugger back then? That was the well, big outfielder. Well, more no one the MVP that year, didn't he? I thought so. 2006 was when he won the MVP. And, yep. And Maurer was up there too. Yeah, Elf- but neither one of them were like. I mean, Morneau was good with the bat, and he hit for a high average that year. Then Cleveland had an outfielder had had a left fielder that was really good with the glove. Grady Sizemore is that who you're thinking of? That's exactly who I was thinking of. That he had a solid could glove. Be. He was fast. He hit the ball a lot. I don't mind that one at all. I don't know if those numbers are even close. I, I only remember him as being like being really good for a few years, but then kind of falling off the cliff. I don't hate that answer at all. I'll check in with Grady Sizemore. Lopsided border battle has checked in with Grady Sizemore. Matt, you're pulling your weight this game. The correct answer is Grady Sizemore. Even a blind squirrel. Back what? it up. No, well, Matt the up. one who came up with the name. I just was, I just, I just named off teams and he named off names. <laughs> hey, listen, Allie, I wasn't. I wasn't coming up with Grady Sizemore on my own, though. You, you, you told me who it was that you were thinking of, and that, yeah. I just remember him being prolific and always killing the Twins back in that 06 time frame. Because that, yeah, that was the year that the Twins should have won the World Series in 06 if, if what's-his-bucket hadn't got injured. Isn't every year the year they should have won the World Series, Matt? Hey, you don't got to be mean. Ooh. I mean, come on. I'm going to watch your show on Hulu. Why you got to be mean to me? All right, now? okay, you're right. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. You're right. I, all right, all right, no more, no more. You, you earn your 25 bucks from Hulu. <laughs> hey, that's like two months for me. All right, so after that correct answer, the question is, let it ride or throw in the towel? <laughs> I, I, I don't have another one in me, Dan, and so unless you think. I don't know if we got it in us to get another one. I'm fine with that. Matt, this is Let's your, this is your I'm gonna, this is your call because uh, you're the one that needs to get on the winning streak here. <laughs> you know what? It makes for be- better podcasting if I lost anyway, just for fun. So. <laughs> just so I can be the guy who always loses. But I say, yeah, I say we throw in the towel. All right. Lopsided border battle. Yeah, we're to throw in the towel and keep their 180 points for this round. You guys like to hear the question? Sure. Want to hear it anyway? This former Louisville quarterback led the Cardinals to an 11-1 record in 2005, which at that time was their best finish in school history. I actually had a name pop in my head, but I, don't, I, I know he played for Louisville, but I don't know if it's it. Jeff Brom. It's not Jeff Brom. Okay. Maybe he didn't put down in points. The only Louisville quarterbacks that I know, right, is, was Lamar Jackson and then Teddy, Teddy Tenderlegs. Um, Jeff Brom's brother played for them too. Brian. Brian Brom. Yep. Not a lefty though. Eric, you know it? I could probably get there, but I don't think we want to waste that time. Right. Yeah. I mean, this one is borderline impossible. Like I wanted to make the fifth one really hard. The answer is Stefan LaFours. Oh my God. What? Stefan LaFours? That's a person. He ended up playing for the Panthers and he bounced around the NFL. You chose wisely. I, I was, I was like, in my head, I'm like, guys, don't, don't let it ride. Just don't, don't let it ride. So bringing us to the end of the third quarter, we got a little bit of a gap now between teams. Lopsided border battle with a solid 540, but Nola boys drop back a little bit at 420. 
That brings us to the fourth quarter, our final round known as Put Your Fours Up. This round consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. And today's categories are as follows. The Hot Corner, Figure Skaters, Sack Masters, The X Games, and Wolverines. Sorry, watch pitch. Only on Hulu. All right, now Mason's getting those royalties. He gets it. I don't want to be missing out on that. You got a lot of homework, man. Watch to the Mighty Ducks and watch pitch. It looks like the wagers are in. Let's play the fourth quarter. Question one, the hot corner. He clubbed 320 home runs over 13 seasons in the bigs and became a World Series champ in 2002. We'll check in. Lopsided border battle has checked in. Noah boys, feel free to talk out loud. We were trying to figure out who won the 2002 World Series. I think it was the Angels that won it that year. And it was an even year, so it had to be the Giants, right? Because <laughs> Yeah, I'd probably play the Giants in that one. Then if it is the Angels, then their third baseman. I think I remember playing the video game 2004-2005-ish, and I'm pretty sure it was Troy Glaus. So would he have been there in 02 as well? 93% sure. Yeah, that 7% is worrying me, though. <laughs> that seems good to me. I remember him playing for the Angels. I think that's a good guess to go with. Yeah, let's just check in with uh, Troy Glaus. The Noah boys have checked in with Troy Glaus, and what was your wager on that one? We bet 100 on that. All right, and lopsided border battle. Can I have your wager and answer, please? We went. Uh, we also went Troy Glaus for uh, 75. Okay, and we have points for both teams. The correct answer is Troy Glaus. Nice pull there, Josh. Question two, figure skaters. The figure skating world was marred in controversy following the 1994 attack on Nancy Kerrigan. But a month later, it wasn't Kerrigan or Tanya Harding taking home Olympic gold. Who was it? We can check in. Offsided border battle has checked in. Oh, this is frustrating because I feel like I read this somewhere and I cannot remember who it is. Trying to think what country. I know where it was located, but that doesn't doesn't help me. Michelle Kwan. Was she in 94? I don't think. I think she was later on. That's a figure skating name. I don't have many other famous figure skaters in my head. I mean, I just know Russia's pretty good, and that's that's all I got. Do you know any Russian figure skaters i mean it was in it was in little hammer norway from what i remember so maybe it was a home home person from norway that won it but i don't think i'll be able to pull a random norwegian name out of my head like i said the only the only name i know for sure is michelle kwan i don't know if she won it she might not have even been there because if kerrigan was there instead wasn't tanya harding was still there though regardless right so is there gonna be three u.s probably, probably not i mean it's not either of them obviously it's gonna be somebody else so I think we say somebody from Russia. The the last name I'm thinking of is <clears throat> Ishki. Um, did you get that, Scott? Uh, yeah, do you mind saying it again, though? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Ishki. <laughs> yeah, that, sound, that sounds like a plausible last name. Um, Great, thank it's so, you. It's such an important name that you're getting choked up over it. But yeah, let's, let's go with that. <laughs> All right, Mason, what are you checking in with? Uh, <laughs> Ishki. I mean, I can spell it for you if you want. <laughs> Nola boys have checked in with Nishki. And what was your wager on that? A solid 20 points. All right. And lopsided border battle, your answer and wager, please. Yeah, Tanya did uh, end up skating in that competition, but she had a whole bunch of issues with her skates and her laces and all this other craziness that happened all at the same time. So it was won by Oksana Bayul. So the correct answer is the first and only Ukrainian to ever win figure skating gold, Oksana Bayul. 
What was your wager on that? We wagered 75. 75. Mason, Michelle Kwan actually finished second to Tanya Harding at the U.S. Championships, which would have qualified her for Lily Hammer. Nancy Kerrigan won the silver that. Yeah, I knew that. Just couldn't remember who won the gold. And this all comes back to Seinfeld again. You remember the episode where the understudy takes out uh, Bette Midler? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then her shoes one. untied while she's on stage. Question three, Sackmasters. This linebacker was known for his lights-out celebration and made three consecutive Pro Bowls after the Chargers drafted him. We'll go ahead and check in. And the NOLA boys have checked in. We're going to go with that one there? Yep. Yeah. We're going to say Sean Merriman. Your wager? Uh, 75. Lopsided Border Battle has checked in with Sean Merriman for 75 points. NOLA boys, what was your wager and your answer? Yeah, we, uh, we said Sean Merriman as well. That was Madden. I always played with him. What do we guess? A uh, hundred bucks or a hundred? I'm not giving anyone any money. <laughs> Even your Hulu royalties? <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is Sean Merriman on those fun mid-2000s Charger teams that should have probably played in the Super Bowl, given all the talent they had. That brings us to question four, the X Games. Known for his patented backflip, this athlete has won six gold medals in the freestyle motocross event. Do you have any clue, or can we just go with that? No, I, I no. there's a couple, there's a couple of them that I have on the t- on the tip of my tongue. I don't know which one it would be, but it's if if we have an actual guest at it. Oh yeah, well if if you have an actual guest, then yeah, because I'm I'm pretty sure it's not Jimmer for debt. So no, it's not. <laughs> go ahead and check in. Noah boys have checked in. Lopsided border battle. Feel free to speak out loud. All right, we'll use your opportunity to go do it. Sing the song. <laughs> Sing a song? Yeah. Well, if I'm right, his wife sings songs. I'm coming up, so it better get this party started. If, if, I'm, if, if I'm correct, I, it, I, think it's, I think it's Carrie Hart. So let, let's, let's go with Carrie Hart for one point. A single point, baby. All right. Lopsided Border Battle has checked in with Carrie Hart for a single point. Despite the fact that Dan is not wearing his sunglasses at night. That would be Corey, not Carrie, but all right. Same. I know. I got you. And over to the NOLA boys. What did you check in with and what was your wager? Uh, well, this was the only name that we could come up with. Starting to have buyer's remorse here, but we went with uh, Travis Pastrana and we bet 100. All right. One team will be awarded points in this round. You know, I always remember getting his last name confused with a pastrami sandwich yeah. when I was a kid. The correct answer is Travis Pastrana. So I sang pink for no reason whatsoever. I mean, except for to entertain us. <laughs> I was so confused and I was like, oh, I know where he's going with this. <laughs> At first I was like, who's Travis Pastrana married to? I was trying to yeah, think. Same here. I'm like, yeah, maybe we screwed this up. All right. Nice pull. And on to our final question of today's game in the category of Wolverines. He is the all-time school leader in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. I'll go ahead and check in. The boys have checked in. Outside of the battle, you can speak. Let's, let's do it then. If we're both thinking that, let's do it. Yeah, that's the one that first popped into my head. So, but I have no clue. I was just trying to think of big time Wolverine wide receivers. So let's go with them. We're going to check in with uh, Braylon Edwards. Outside of border battle has checked in with Braylon Edwards. And what was your wager on that one? 75. Five and over to the NOLA boys. Your answer and wager, please. I remembered what team he was played. He played for in the NFL when I first started watching. I knew it was the Jets, and I couldn't remember his name. And luckily, Josh came up with it. Uh, it's Braylon Edwards, and we bet 100. The correct answer to this question is Braylon Edwards. Man, those Ukrainian figure skaters. 
I was going to say, if you guys were going to pick that one up just off of a Russian skater, I was like, oh my God, come on, seriously? We were close geographically, <laughs> though. So at least. I mean, I want to review the tape. I feel like I said it. I, I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't know how to spell it, but we got close. I'm pretty sure they answered Ray Nitschke. That's what that's I thought. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was at first, too. When Josh was given the answer, I thought maybe his. Uh, I thought the Zoom audio had went out and his testicles had dropped or something like that, like Mason. <laughs> oh, no. Not that again. Perry White. <laughs> if I had when, more time when, do I hear and... the, when do I hear the Mason rage? Is that episode six? <laughs> when Mason just gets pissed off and starts throwing stuff at the wall. Not God yet. damn it, landline. Why do you go off again? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Ramsey, leave me alone. <laughs> We need to find the, the, the phone number for that landline. So yeah, they're calling it during the show. And with that, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. The NOAA boys finished with 800 points, but our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Billy Volick Award with 839 points, is lopsided border battle. Congratulations, Matt, on your first win. You know... Even a blind squirrel took seven episodes for me to finally get a W. Hey, better late than never. Anything else you guys would like to say before we call it a night? Go to Hulu and watch the pitch. There you go. Just, you know. just pitch. It's just or, or just pitch. It's not yeah, the pitch. We're not we're not selling products on Shark Tank. It's not a pitch. It's just pitch. <laughs> Mason's got more homework to do. I got uh, he's, gotta watch, he's gotta watch Mighty Ducks too. However, mm-hmm. um, you enjoy the sandlot. Don't expect to enjoy Mighty Ducks too. <laughs> Emilio Estevez does not put up a uh, Oscar-worthy performance. So he just kind of phoned it in. What was the the first one? Was he was like a he had like a DUI or something? And his like wasn't it some sort of legal issues? He was a drunk his, lawyer. Yeah, yeah Gordon, no. Gordon Bombay, right? Is it? Yep. And he so he was his penance or his sentence was to be a coach of a coaches. of a might uh, might yeah. hockey team. Yep. Minnesota Miracle Man. Oh, he fell in love with those kids. <laughs> yeah, you no, just Charlie's them. mom. Also, Charlie's <laughs> mom did, like wasn't wasn't revisited in part two. Like no, she she, was, she left. Not Charlie. She just left. She wasn't, <laughs> Charlie wasn't an orphan. But the legacy of the the legacy of the movies then going on to name the Anaheim Ducks uh, an amazing thing, right? I think it's pretty crazy. Ducks fly together. I I quote Bugs Bunny when I say, "What kind of Mickey Mouse organization names their team the Ducks?" <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.